0: So we ready to get it going. we back with another podcast. we back with another episode. I think this is episode number four. And so uh, I got an announcement for you guys. I got a big announcement. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, for the first three episodes, of course, when they come out or when you watch them, the first three episodes, you notice we are not announcing or saying the name of the podcast. And this is the reason why. So I've been trying to think of the name of the podcast, right? And up until episode Three, going into four, which this is four, we determined the name, and and, and so I'm not going to reveal the name just yet. It's going to be here in a few, but I wanted to make the name, we wanted to have the name be uh, something organic. We just didn't want to slap something on it that sound real good, like, like Motivation is Everything podcast bullshit. So just want to introduce this to you guys real quick. Let me get a little drum roll. If you're at home watching, wherever you watch it, just, just do a little drum roll real quick, please. <laughs> Boom. Risk Takers Only, we are back with episode four of Risk Takers Only podcast by Mike Upshaw, MZM Transports. And so the reason why I named this podcast Risk Takers Only, risk has been the epitome of my life. I really believe um, the bigger the risk, the person who can take the biggest risk usually has the biggest reward. 90%, 99% 90%, 99% of the time, right? And so we name this podcast Risk Takers Only because the, pe- the person or the people that are watching, listening to this podcast, you're taking a risk. You're going to take a risk right now. You're betting on yourself. Every day, you as an individual, you're taking a risk. You're taking a risk sending your daughter, your son out to school. You're taking a risk getting on the road. You're taking a risk working at that job that you're working at. There's always risk. Some of them are bigger than the others. Some of them are smaller. Um, and for me, my life has been, been about managing risk. And I would like to say that I'm the biggest fucking risk taker that there is. I'm not scared about putting myself out there uh, to accomplish my goals. Uh, and, and that's the thing that we're going to talk about throughout this whole entire podcast. As long as you guys stand listening to it, you're going to see risk taking and action taking is going to be number one for us. All right, so you are part of the RTO family. I want to welcome you guys again. If this is your first time tuning in, listening, my name is Mike Upshaw. I am the owner-operator of MZM Transports, a freight brokerage here out of Central Florida. And this podcast is for the money makers. These are for the people who want to create, want to do something bigger. I don't just want to say entrepreneur. Uh, yes, I am an entrepreneur. But this podcast is for those individuals who want to create something better for their life. You want to take and have a little bit more control. You're here for freedom. You want to take back control of your life. And so I want to talk to you guys. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about um, relationships with your spouse. We're going to talk about relationships with your kids. We're going to talk about personal growth. We're going to talk about all that. RTO the family, baby. And so it's a little woo. I'm I'm, I'm drinking my migos. Just letting you know so you see a little bit of sweat on the brow. So excuse that. Um. But I wanted to recap the week. You know, I got a chance. I got my my hoodie on because we got a cold front that just came in. I'm from Chicago, so you guys need to know. I've been waiting so long for it to get cold outside just so I can wear a hoodie and and some sweatpants or something like that. So we got a cold front here. Um, But just recapping the week, we're we're approaching the end of the year. Uh, Next week is going to be Christmas. I think, what, is Saturday or Sunday is going to be Christmas. And so we're approaching the end of the year, guys. And right now, just to kind of look at, just taking a look at all my, uh, the, my, my four businesses, um, MZM Transports, our freight brokerage has been a little bit slow during this time. Uh, our commodity, uh, the, the type of um, the goods that we are shipping is soil, uh, lumber, mulch, and that particular commodity right now at this time is slow. That usually picks up during the summertime. Um, and so we've been just doing what we got to do in that. Sometimes in business, you got to be prepared for the peaks and the valleys. And so that's why you can't be going out and you make a little money and then you, you make that money, you blow all the money, now you're not prepared for these slow times. And so, um, again, this is uh, year one for me and my wife too. Um, we just finished year one. And so we were prepared for this time uh, by the grace of God and because, you know, we always, we always one step ahead of the game. Um, but, you know, it's it funny, uh, while this business is going a little bit slow, My rent-a-car business, shout-out to UpGen and TNT Rentals, my partner Ron Jennings, that has been really peaking uh, right now during the holiday time. And, I mean, you got to think about it. People are traveling right now, and so when people are traveling in and out the state, out the country, et cetera, what do they need besides a hotel to stay at? They're going to need a car, a car to travel to. And so I didn't set it up this way, but it just so happened that when the freight brokerage is going slow, the rental car company is, is is peaking, and we're adding more cars. Our goal was 30 cars by the end of the year. And you know we risk takers. We took a risk to say we were going to have 30. We start off with, I think, six cars at the beginning of the year. And do we have 30? We got, I think, one more away from 30 by the end of this year, and we damn sure are going to hit that goal. And so, again, that business – If you guys, you know, think about it, Turo, the rental car business, uh, that's peaking right now. During this holiday season when people are traveling, man, it's such a good uh, time to be in that industry. And so then going into it, the debt industry, you know, I, you know, help people get out of debt as a financial coach. We give you customized financial game plans, get you out of debt and start getting on the road to financial freedom, repairing your credit. That industry, actually, we've been pretty steady as well. You know, you would think right now during the holidays, a lot of people are looking to um, buy presents and gifts and max out their credit cards. But we're getting uh, uh, it's kind of strange because usually around this time is slow. But it looks like people are wising up a little bit and they're looking for ways to take back control, get out of the debt, you know, get their credit right. And so that business has been really peaking for us and and going into it. You know, I have um, our wholesale company and our uh, fix and flip company. We got one more property. On the market. So if y'all haven't watched any of the other episodes, I put a pause to the marketing with this particular company, Firestone National Investment Group. The reason why I put a pause on that marketing because it was in the real estate industry. My primary focus is our freight brokerage, dealing with the transportation logistics industry. Um, and real estate had just been, it took a little bit of a plummet. It's been at a standstill. Um, but now what I've been seeing is becoming, it's shifted back from a, uh, a seller's market now is looking back like a buyer's market. Um, but the thing is, we still put a pause on our wholesaling business and we put a pause on the fix and flipping for single family homes. And our target, like I told you, is multifamily and commercial. And so looking at it, we got one more property in Port Orange and I cannot wait to get that thing sold. I cannot wait to get it sold. I don't care how much money is made on that. Listen, ain't nothing fun and this is just my opinion. Ain't nothing fun investing money that you got to wait three, four, five months without getting a dime before you receive it. And, and so I'm just letting you know, uh, just blessed to have this freight brokerage. And so I just want to let you know how the industry was going in in the industry that I'm in, um, because I know a lot of you guys may be curious about what's going on or looking to get into it. And so if you guys have questions, please Hit me up. Uh, we're going to have my Instagram. We're going to have my Facebook. Uh, anything, uh, any way for you guys to hit me up and contact me with more questions on how you can kind of get into the industry or learn some more information. Um, but, you know, besides that, this week has been a pretty, it's been pretty awesome week. So, Wednesday, the 14th, I know my wife is listening, the 14th was our fourth uh, wedding anniversary, our four-year uh, anniversary. And so, we've been married four years. We've been together I don't know, probably 10 years. Uh, but, you know, we celebrated that. My wife actually, she surprised me. She tricked me. And yesterday, she took me and my, uh, well, she, she took me and our business partners, our friends, uh, surprised my partner, too. And we all met up, and we went salsa dancing. We had We went salsa dancing. We had salsa classes. And so, mind you, I got size 14 feet. I still can move a little bit, but I don't know salsa. And so I'm just letting y'all know, y'all boys and girls out there who think dancing is fun, it is fun, it's fucking work, just like anything else. If you really want to make some money doing it, it's work. I thought I was going to go in there and shake it up a little bit. Mm -mm. She said, one, two, three, one, two, three. Just letting y'all know. But it was fun, though. It was fun, and it was something that was out of my comfort zone, something that I normally would not have done. But... One of the things that me and my wife were working on is uh, what they say. Out, what they say now, get, I'm outside. We're working on going outside a little bit more. We're working on networking. You know, getting outside of our comfort zone, and so um, that was one of the things, uh, which is just try new things, get out there and just try new things, create new experiences. That was one of the things that was on our our life plan, and it kind of goes into what the point and the topic of today's podcast is going to be, uh, planning. 2K23 is coming. 2023 is coming next year, right? And a lot of you guys are doing your business plans. You're trying to do your New Year's resolutions. You, Oh, next year, I'm going to really kill it, right? And so in order to just do that, you cannot just talk about it. You know, you have to do a little bit more. And, and I got into a habit of creating a life plan. Outside of a business plan and a financial plan, I got into the habit of creating a life plan. Uh, and I've been doing this for the last, like, four years. And so now I've gotten my wife into the habit as well, and one of the things on our life plan, like I told you, was to put ourselves out there and create new experiences. So I told my wife, I said, listen, if you leave it up to me, we may not go anywhere. So I said, just just schedule it. And so she just told me to show up. I showed up, and we had a good time. Will I be going back? Probably not. Hopefully she don't listen to this part of the podcast, but... I loved it because we did it together, and I was able to check it out my list, and I know for that particular experience, it's not something I want to do. But going back into it, the life plan, I think this is something so key, especially now we only got two more uh, weeks left in December, and a lot of us are starting to plan uh, or or vision boards and do just a lot of different things in, in hopes of pre- preparing to have a monster 2023 and one of the things that I've done each and every year consistently uh, was create a life plan. And I have to shout out uh, Patrick Bet David. If you guys don't know him, watch him on YouTube. I'm going to suggest you follow his content. Awesome. Uh, talking about different entrepreneurship, uh, business mindset. And I got the life plan from him. And just basically what what a life plan is. What the life plan is to me uh, is, is more than it's a business plan, Right. Because all of us can say, or some of us can say, you know, the ones that have businesses or are trying to open up a business. I hope you are if you listen to this damn podcast. But all of us can say, hey, these are our business goals. I want to add more employees. Uh, I want to, I want to hire a marketing team. I want to, I want to provide assurance for my workers. I want to, I want to uh, make X amount of dollars. Every everyone has business plans. But you cannot perform at your peak in business if your entire life is not in order. And I'm learning that actively now, and I've been doing this plan for the last four years, and I'm actively learning these things. And so what the life plan does, the life plan breaks it down into categories. You have uh, financial, you have family, you have business, you have health, you have personal development, you have spiritual, you have selfish goals, and you have purpose goals. And so, man, I'm sorry if y'all see me wiping my brow. It is hot, and I sweat. I sweat like a fat kid. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I sweat like a fat kid. So as I dab my brow, just know it's getting hot up in here because we're we going to come with that heat. And so, again, the light plan. I've done this every year. And so for me, my life plan is always getting constantly updated because after I accomplish a goal on on part of my life plan, I cross it out and update it. And so I look at my life plan probably every month, uh, definitely every quarter, right? Uh, But for you guys, uh, and and just remind me guys too, I want to put some type of link uh, or something for them to be able to find – the, the life plan. I got a template for you guys if you guys want to be able to follow it. And then the videos that I used to watch from Patrick Brett, David to help me start doing this, I want to I want to you know have you guys open up to it. Um, but the big thing is, like I said, the life plan, what it really started to do for me, it really started to allow me to prioritize things other than just business. Because you have to realize in order for you to perform peak at one thing, you have to have the other things follow. So, I'll give you an example. Um, if, if I said that I want to make X amount of dollars in my business. And I knew it was going to take me X amount of hours to put into it. It's going to be harder for me to reach that goal. If my wife is not on the same page as me. Meaning if I'm at the office and I have to stay till about eight or nine. And I have to do that sometimes consistently for months at a time to accomplish this goal. If my, my family life is not in order when I come back to the house, it's gonna be all hell, meaning that I'm not gonna be able to come back and produce the best in the business world, right? Or um, for you physically, if you think that, hey man, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just gonna bang it out. I'm starting this new business. I'm gonna make all the calls. I'm gonna go set up all the meetings. But halfway in the day, you're tired because your energy is not up. Your energy level is not where it needs to be at. And so, just understanding those things, you start to think of and saying, hey. I cannot just be the best in business, or I cannot just be the strongest, or I cannot just be the most spiritual. No, you have to sharpen your tools in all areas. And so with the life plan, uh, like I told you, it starts out, uh, we start talking about, like, let's just say uh, financial. You get certain goals that you set for yourself. A financial goal for most people is to have a credit score that, that is good. Let's just say a 700 credit score. So everyone says that, I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna get a 700 credit score. That's my goal for 2023. But what are you gonna do to get that? And this is where the life plan comes into play. You have to create habits, something that you do consistently, that you're disciplined in doing to accomplish that goal. So for instance, if I said, hey, I want a 700 credit score, what does that mean? That means I may have to check my credit every day. I'm gonna need to check my finances Every week to make sure I did not budget. I may need to get myself an allowance to make sure, hey, I pay myself the right money so I have enough money to pay my bills on time. I may set up auto pay five to 10 days before my due date is. All of these are habits to obtain that 700 credit score. I'll give you another one. Let's talk about health. Six-pack for me. I want a six-pack. And so in order for me to get a six-pack, I got to work my abs. I got to do ab workouts every day. I have to watch what I eat. Sweets, breads, those type of things on the week. Can't do that. Weekend, I will indulge. I have to make sure that the foods that I'm eating are coming correct where I'm not eating too much fat where I can be accordingly. I can't just wake up. You're not just going to wake up and tell yourself, hey, I'm I'm in shape. I'm ready to. Uh, you're not going to just wake up and say, hey, I'm going to go to the gym one or two times, and now I'm I'm ready to go. I got the six pack. No, there are some things that you guys have to do and set in play and set in stone. And so with that life plan, it makes you do that. It makes you do that. One of the number one things that I love is, it talks about personal development. Everyone tends to focus on the family, the business, the events, And you lose focus on developing yourself. As an adult, as a human being, you're constantly getting better. You're constantly challenging yourself uh, to grow to the next level. If you're staying the same as you were five years ago, then now, what good does that do you? You have to increase your value in the marketplace to think that you're going to get more money. You think your kids are going to listen to you better, think you're going to get that right relationship. You have to work on yourself. And again, that life plan breaks it down. And so, I wanted to give you guys three things for me that i that three, just three things outside of the entire life plan. Like I told you, you got financial, family, business, spiritual, personal development, health, uh, selfish goals, uh, um, um, uh, personal goals. You got all of that. But I just want to give you three, right? And so, one of the goals for me, uh, me and my wife on the family side, is we're going to be seeing therapists. Oh, yes, we're going to be seeing a therapist. And so that's, it's, it's, it's weird to say it, but I, I love saying it because in the minority community, you don't really have a lot of families, couples, individuals willing to see a therapist. And let me say this straight, me and my wife, we're not going through anything where we think we're going to get divorced or anything like that. We just have more time on our hands because we work together in the business and we realize that, hey, we need to work on our communication together because we want to get better. We want to get better. And so instead of seeing a therapist, which when people see a therapist, is usually when something is going wrong, our goal is to see a therapist when things are going right and so we can continue to have things go right and then continue to get better. But it's funny. I'm going to tell you a story. I remember it was 2018. My wife had just came home from having my son, Mike Upshaw III, and she, uh, it, it, the, the, pre- the, the pregnancy had her when she was in the ICU, let's just say. And so it was a, a traumatic experience. And so one of the doctors or nurses, I think, suggested that she sees a therapist. And when she told me, my immediate response was like, what? Man, you gonna, we going to pay someone to sit there and tell us how we feel? Hell no. I can sit on the couch and tell you how you feel all day. And so, you know, my wife, you know, rode along with it, and you know, years later, what well, my my uh, my son is four now. So four years later, my tune my tune is totally changed. I'm willing, and I want to see a therapist because I want to know certain things about myself. You know, I want to know why I may get mad at this time. Um, um, I want to know how I can communicate better with my wife. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to know if there's situation that I'm doing that I think is right that's really wrong. I want to know about myself. And I think, going back to it, what's the name of this damn podcast, Risk Takers Only? We're taking a risk doing that, you know? And I'm taking a risk telling you guys this, you know? But I I want to, listen, I'm putting myself in the front street. My job is to get better each and every day. Uh, me and my wife, we challenge each other to be the best husband and wife. We can be the best mother and father. We can be the best son and daughter we can be. You know what I mean? And so this is a part of it. Uh, and, and so that that's number one. Number two is to get outside, to network more. To network more. And it's just like it's at, at a certain age you realize for, for us, we're not just, you can't just fall along and find a friend. Yeah, you can these days, but the level we at, especially being in business, you got a whole family, you got things that you're doing. Having a friend is very intentional for us. I'm not just popping up for someone to say, man, Johnny, cool. Johnny like these shoes. I like Jordan shoes, too. Well, we best friends. Let's go kick it. Nope, you got to have something going for you. And so knowing this, you know, one of the goals for me and my wife is to just create new experiences, get outside, network more. I will honestly say this. we were Me and my wife, we were talking, and, and for our life, we it was very fast-paced, like I talked to you about. We were in a call center working together in a call center like the Wolf on Wall Street. We started to make some money. Got fired, and now we're on our own. Started our own business in year one, which is always fool's gold for me because I usually do well on the start of every endeavor that I usually do because it's kind of like, hey, you may do well, but, you know, it's really fool's gold. But year one, we were killing it. And so we're killing it. We're making money. We just started to travel, and then all of a sudden she gets pregnant. And so we just started. We just got our passport. We didn't even get a chance to travel Uh, I think we went to Mexico. We didn't even get a chance to go to Mexico before we knew she was pregnant. She couldn't travel. And then, bam, now we're husband and wife because I proposed, mother and father, and life is speeding up. And so we're handling business, uh, family life, and literally for the last, I would say, six years, we just cut out, meaning that. Our friends, certain friends we used to hang around with, we just stopped talking to them, stopped hanging around them, and not something that we did on the personal side just because there was a new focus. We had we had a family. The focus was the family. The focus was the kids. The focus was the business. And so for us, we really didn't get a chance to have just me and her time where we understood who we were, start to network with individuals that sh- share common goals and that was like-minded like us. And so now I'm at the position, we're in the position now where we want to be able to meet new people, you know what I mean, and create new experiences. And so the same old friends and family that that we may have hung with before, they're still our friends and family, but we've already been there, done that. There's something new that we're looking for. And so now we're making it a point to go out to maybe a black tie event or go out and and, and ask someone, you know, go out to a bar or something like that and just have a drink and and just start a conversation with someone. And I'm telling you this because for me that is just – that's not what we do. You know what I mean? It's normally we keep to ourselves. We work on our business together. We make our money together. But now our goal is we got to get out there. We got to get out there. This is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. I got a lot of knowledge, a lot of skill, um, a lot of uh, information that can help you guys out, a lot of opportunities that can help you guys out. And I realized, like, if we keep keeping it to ourselves, we don't, it, 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 we, we cannot, it, it's taking us a longer road to hit our goals. Rather than now, we just want to put people on. We want to put people on. We want to create relationships and want to add value. And so, um, you know, the the last thing I want to talk about as far as that life plan, which is something that's awesome, is the um, there's a section on there that is called selfish goals. So the selfish goals is going to be easy for you guys. So the selfish goals is basically when you accomplish one of your goals on that life plan, then you get a chance to go into that selfish goal and do that selfish goal to get that selfish goal. So, i tell you one of mine. So, we're still in a townhouse. It's still a really nice townhouse here in Lake Mary. And we're planning on buying a home. Not yet, within the next two years. If y'all buying a home right now, if your real estate agent is telling you to buy a home, it is bullshit. Wait two years. Wait another year at least. Just wait, letting you know. While we're on this topic, I just want to let y'all know. This, this has been on my heart, and I'm glad we're talking about this right now. Don't let your real estate agent, don't let your best friend and your mom or your uncle tell you that buying a home is an investment. The American dream is no longer buying a home with a white picket fence. Think about it. Everyone telling you, oh, you renting and you throwing rent, money away in rent. Guess what? When you buy that home, what you got put down, 3%. For me, I'm going to have to put down 10 to 20% because I'm getting a jumbo loan. So when you put that 3% down, what do you get? You, you put money into buying it already. So three percent of four hundred thousand, that's typically the average home. What is that? That's just about a little bit under, uh, a little bit under twenty thousand dollars that you're putting down on the home, right? A little bit under twenty, right? So first off, you got to put that money down, not including closing calls, et cetera. So you're putting down twenty thousand or more dollars and in, into the home, and yes, you're going to live in it. But of course, there's wear and tear that you're going to put on it, so you're going to have to keep that upkeep. And everyone always says, "But I got equity." It only is worth it. Equity is only going to be worth it to you when you actually pull it out and fucking use it. But just realize most of you guys are not at the position to pull it out because you don't want that payment to go up. And just think about it. Even when you sell, you think, oh man, I got a whole bunch of equity in the house. you either going to buy another more expensive home or you're going to have to put down another down payment. And so until you pull that money out and use it as an investment, you buying a home and living in it, you, lo- you You really losing money. It's a fucking want. And you selfish as hell for doing that. The reason why I say you selfish as hell because you decided to spend $20,000 or more on a, pro- on a property that you said was an investment and it's not an investment. It was a want because you just wanted to say, I got a home. Me, I'm a rent. And then when I leave this place, if I don't like it, I'm going to go into the next place and I'm going to take my 20, 30, 40K and I'm going to invest it and I'm going to make sure that investment pays me and that money I get paid is what I'm going to use for the down payment for my home. Don't let these people trick you out of your position. I'm letting you know. most Most of the information that you guys have been receiving is not what you think it is. The best question you can ask, this is a question I asked my mentor. Tell me something that I think is true. That is really false. That was one of the things that he talked about to me. You hear a lot of people even talking about Grant Cardone. Yes, Grant Cardone talks about renting where you live and, and, and owning what you invest in, right? And but Grant is building a multi-million dollar house, I think, in Cali, right now as we speak. But the context of what he's saying is the house is a fucking want. If you're gonna put 20, 30, 40K into a place just to put, just to have a roof over your head. I can rent and have that same roof over my head, take that same 20 or $40,000 and I'm going to invest it. Oh, because I'm renting. i pay a little bit more on the rent. Do the math. I pay three, $400 more, three, $400 times about what? 10, 12 months. What is that? $4,000, $5,000. You're going to pay more of that to put down on that down payment to keep the upkeep of the home. Like you got to be smart. And and that's one of the things for me and my wife that we talked about. We struggled for that for a long time, listening to this person and that person and looking at that person buy a home. To be honest, I don't really care about owning. For me, for the house that I live in, all I want to do is own the the properties that I invest in. I'll rent because if I don't like this place, I can up and move. There's no ball and chain tied to me to say I have to stay here. And so I'm just letting y'all know, The real estate agents are telling you, up the market—you better buy while it's hot." That's their job. Their job is to sell you real estate. Their job is to get you to buy real estate, right? And so, just take that game right now. If you guys got thirty k that you saved, and you didn't save that twenty or thirty k down, it took you two years to save it, and you're gonna buy, put that money down on a property, saying it's an investment. It's not a damn investment until you take that money out half you guys can't even take the money out cuz your mortgage is the the your mortgage is going to go up and you can't even afford that. So do the smart thing. Put it in a vehicle that's going to make you more money, that vehicle, that investment that makes you more money. Take that money and put it in the warrant. Now, going back to it, we're going to talk about the purpose goals. So, going up to the purpose goals, I was talking about the house. Me and my wife we're going to get a house. Our plan is to get a house in 2 years. Being in a town home, there's a particular dog I want. A Connie Corso. If y'all don't know, the Connie Corso is like a horse. is that damn big. But I cannot get that dog. or I will not get that dog until he has a free-flowing yard in the back that he can run, play, do all he can, and it got to be big for him to run. I don't want to coop a big dog up in the house, right? And so I know once I get that house, and just, just a selfish goal, and I'm thinking two years in advance, but I know once I get that house, I'm getting that dog. I'll give you one better. So um, we have, a, a, let's just say, I got I got a goal for my six-pack. I was talking about my abs. When I see these six-packs coming in, not a four-pack, not a five. When I see the six-pack coming in, what am I going to get? I don't know. I might get the rollie that I want. I may take the trip that I want. Those selfish goals literally motivate me. Where I know it's kind of like me patting myself on the back. When I accomplish that, then I know I'm getting me something. I'm rewarding myself. And that keeps me going. Um, but this life plan, guys. I got started doing, and it helped me out because everyone can put a goal down. Everyone does the vision boards that essentially just shows all the stuff that you want, but it doesn't show the action. And and this podcast is about taking risks and action. And so if you're going to put down, you're going to open up that business, don't wait till January to start doing it. Do this life plan, create your habits, create the actions that you need now to accomplish that goal. Don't sell yourself short. Take the fucking risk and do it. Take action and do it. That's the number one thing. Taking that risk and taking that action first and just going ahead and and shooting and going first. You don't even, the studying, the, the preparation, the life plan is enough preparation. Once you do that, go after it. Now, guys, I want to leave you guys off with a little tip. You know, I always like to give you guys some games. I always like to leave you guys off with a little tip. So, um, like I told you, one of the things me and my wife are doing, we're working out, we're working more on getting outside more, creating new experiences, um, networking a little bit more. And I want to challenge you guys the same way, because I realize our minority community is not that. And so you guys are, like, thinking, I already know. Some of you guys think, man, I'm outside. Man, I, I don't need to network no more. No, 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 no. This is what I mean when I say create new experiences. The experiences of going downtown, buying, buying uh the bottle of Migos, that that experience is played out. You know it. You know what you're gonna get. I actually went down, I went um, I went to a game on Thursday. I went to the Magic Game. We have floor seats, you know how we do LA Clippers. We whoop their ass. We didn't beat their ass, but we beat them by like two or three. Um And then I went out and I, I don't go out. Uh, but I, like I said, I'm starting to try to go out. And so I went out and, uh, you know, I went out to the wrong, I, was, I don't want to say the wrong vibe, but just the, uh, the the same old. I went out to the same old crowd. And when I saw, I'm like, damn, this is the same shit I was doing like five, six years ago. By a bottle, standing on the couch, whole bunch of niggas and, 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 and females that you don't even know. And if something was to go off, no one got your back. And so, when I say new experiences, I mean like what I talked about salsa dancing. That put me in a different crowd to different individuals that I know my boys or some of my family, they ain't gonna go salsa dancing. But now, going out there, I saw some individuals, I didn't meet anyone, you know, but I saw some individuals now that like salsa dancing. And so, when I say get uncomfortable, put yourself in new uh situations or or new environments, create new experiences for yourself. I mean, if you're a person who likes listening to rap, try some deep house. Go to a deep house club. You know? Listen to some classical music. Try dirt biking, four-wheeling, snowboarding. Try some fine arts. Look at art. Expand your mind. If you really think about it, one of the reasons again why me and my wife we're going to, to this therapist Is because we know, you guys, a lot of people don't realize that you have your own traumas that you grew up having, and because they haven't been addressed, that's how you are. You may think, yeah, I'm good, and you may be good, but you can be great. Um, Episode one, I talked a lot about me being curious. Be curious. I'm 32 years old, and I'm still the most curious I've ever been. I want to know what I can and cannot do. I plan on doing, uh, I'm planning on taking up boxing next year, doing tactical arms training, looking at arts. I'm starting off with street art. These things, and we you've heard me talk about this. I've never been exposed to it. My boys weren't listening to Deep House. We weren't listening to um um low lo-fi. Y'all don't even know what lo-fi is. But but these experiences, you put yourself in a different environment. I'm even gonna take it an, an, another level. I'm gonna take it to a different level. I go to my mentors, uh my mentor's office, right? And you just see a sprinter van with his name on it, customizing the inside, the Rolls Royce, the watches he wears, just how he talks about, even talking about his Rolls Royce, talks about how he will not allow the valet to park it in the garage with other cars. It gotta be parked right in the front so it will not be scratched. How many conversations are you talking to with someone talking about a Rolls Royce like that? Right? Um, I'm talking to individuals that are talking to me about uh, C Corps and S Corporations. Right now, what is everyone pushing? LLCs? You have to put yourself around individuals that are going where you're going, where you want to go, are already there. So you can have different conversations, so you can see different experiences. Because you really don't know the real you. You don't know what you're fully capable of until you tap in. And how do you tap in? You got to get out there and try some shit. You got to take some risk. And so I'm going to end it like that, y'all. Y'all realize, again, RTO family, this weekend, take a risk. Take some action. Don't wait. You want to talk to that person on Facebook, that, that young lady on Facebook, gentlemen? Y'all know y'all want to say something to her. Y'all know y'all want to talk to that girl at your job. Take the risk. Put yourself out there. That business you've been opening up. Take some action. Take the fucking risk. Open up that business. Charge someone for it. Take it. Put yourself out there. This content right now, I'm telling you, for me, it's so risky. I'm pushing myself to take action because I'm letting you guys into my bubble, into my space, like I told you. It's been like this for me and my wife for the last six years. And so y'all know what it is, baby. Risk take is only the podcast. RTO family. We out.